Hello! And welcome back to another episode here on Collegiate Jam. I am your host, K-State Sam, saying it's time to talk Ohio State Buckeyes football and their schedule here on Collegiate Jam. That's right, tonight we will be featuring the 2023 Ohio State Buckeyes football team and their schedule. Our guest for the show will be former Ohio State football player Reed Fragle, who played for the team from 2008 to 2012 and also went on to play football in the NFL. So please sit back and relax, and let's get ready for another episode here on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Hey, everybody. Just a quick ad. If you haven't already, please take a moment and follow us on Twitter at Collegiate Jam. Again, that's at C-O-L-L-E-G-I-A-T-E-J-A-M. Again, if you like what you've heard and you would like to follow us on Twitter, just type in at Collegiate Jam at C-O-L-L-E-G-I-A-T-E-J-A-M. Again, that's at Collegiate Jam on Twitter. Welcome back to Collegiate Jam. I am your host, K-State Sam, the podcast where we hope to be on the Emmys by 2030. Again, tonight we will be featuring our third Big Ten team out of the Big Ten Conference tonight with our special guest, Reed Fragle, who played for the Ohio State Buckeyes and also still lives up in Columbus. Reed, how are you doing on this Wednesday um, Wednesday, August 23rd at 5.11, your time, 4.11, my time. I'm doing great, Casey, Sam. Thanks for having me on today. I really appreciate it. Hey, awesome. I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show. Uh, you're the second person I've had on that's played D1 football. The other one was Deuce Vaughn from K-State, who now plays for the Cowboys. So hoping yeah. to spread spread all the, you know, the love for college sports all the way up there in, uh, you know, Columbus. And, um probably one of the biggest places in the country that loves their college football. So absolutely. I think, uh, you know, one of the things that sold me out on half state as a high school recruit was it's got the largest active alumni in the country. So there's plenty of Buckeye football lovers up here in Ohio. Oh man. There's probably too many. No. So, <laughs> Not so enough. yeah, yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> well, we're going to jump into our first segment. And before we do that, actually, uh, for the Buckeye fans out there and also the, you know, the K-State fans out there and just any fans in general tuning in, um, I, I want to give a little background on Reed Fragle real quick. So, so Reed is actually a friend of my cousin, Nick, who lives up in, he's actually, I think he's in Japan right now, but, yeah. uh, but he grew up in, I think, Gross Point Woods, Michigan. Reed, just a little bit of background on you real quick. So so you're from Michigan, you went to Ohio State, and you played in the NFL. Can you just give a short minute, a summary on on yeah, just absolutely. your uh, your, uh, your playing experience? You're pretty close on that one. I'm from Gross Point Farms, Michigan. Um, but, yeah, I grew up with uh, your cousin Nick and got to know your other cousin, I believe, Ty Rat, really well. Uh, but, yeah, the Michigan podcast uh, – I would love to come on and talk some Ohio State football. But uh, beyond that, you know, my playing days were at Ohio State from 2009 to 2012 uh, for Ohio State. I played tight end for three years from 2009 until 2011. Uh, I was about 280 pounds as a tight end, so I was more of a blocking tight end. 
And then in 2012, as some of you know, uh, Urban Meyer came into Ohio State after some of the tattoo scandal stuff that happened and uh, switched over to offensive line my senior year. Had to put out a couple more pounds, uh, but switched over to right tackle and was blessed with a, a good season that year. We went 12-0. and 0. And uh, from there, about surrounding the NFL, I was drafted by the Bengals in 2013, uh, by, uh, by the Cincinnati Bengals in the seventh round. And from there, it was about five years of, of hopping from team to team. I ended up playing for seven different teams over the course of five years and uh, really enjoyed my time in the NFL and, and uh, playing at Ohio State. And I'm just happy to be back in the Buckeye State. And um, it, was a, it was a fun ride. Yeah, man. It sound, you sound like you're living my dream. But again, uh, but the difference is you went to the, uh, you were a Buckeye, not a Wildcat. So, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Hey, hey, it sounds like you had a blast and, you know, you, you're back in the Buckeye State. You're married. You have a you know, nice family and uh, you're, you're, you know, you're still, the heart's still beating, which is awesome. So, yeah, absolutely. Well, so we're going to move. So, thanks, Reed, for sharing that. And we're going to move into our next, uh, the next part of the segment. Uh, we're going to go over, uh, facts about ohio state if you're just new to football if you're new to football then thank goodness you uh, hopefully you find the podcast because we're three days away from kickoff but uh but yeah to jump into the ohio state football schedule this year or not schedule but facts about them the ohio state buckeyes are out of the big 10 east they are home to columbus ohio they play at Ohio Stadium, which has a capacity of 102,780. Their head coach is Ryan Day. They run an offensive scheme, offensive scheme spread option, and a defensive scheme 425. And the colors there, correct me if I'm wrong, Reed, are um, are they uh, crimson and silver, or what is it? Ooh, come on now, Sam. <laughs> Crimson's Alabama. We got scarlet and gray. Baby. That's right. That's right. Scarlet and gray. That's right. Oklahoma's crimson. Crimson yeah, and cream. Crimson's uh, that's a bad word around these parts. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, well, um, so to go over some players from the uh, offensive side of the ball for the Ohio State Buckeyes, you got at quarterback number six, Kyle McCord. He's a junior. At wide receiver X, you got number 18, Marvin Harrison Jr. He's a redshirt sophomore. At the wide receiver Z, you got number four, uh, Julian Fleming. He's a senior. And then at the wide receiver slot, you got, how do you say it? Emeka Egbuka? Emeka Egbuka, yep. Egbuka. He's a redshirt sophomore. And then at the tight end, you got Cade Stover. He's a redshirt senior. And then at the running back position, you got, is it number three? Is it Mian, Mayan Williams? Mayan Williams, yeah. Mayan Williams. He's a redshirt junior. And then, Reed, um, is there anyone on the defensive side of the ball that the Ohio State fans or just people in general should keep an eye on this year? Yeah, I think there are. Uh, Tommy Eichenberg, a linebacker, I think you're going to see him come back healthy. He had a, a shoulder surgery over the offseason. Got to spend some time talking with him and watching him over the last couple of weeks practicing. I think he'll have a breakthrough year. He was a leading tackler last year for Ohio State with 120 tackles. Uh, so I think I think I fully expect him to come back healthy and have another great year for Ohio State. Uh, JT Tumalua, uh, he's defensive lineman inside for Ohio State. Plays DN really three and a half sacks last year. 
Uh, I think he's going to have double that this year. I think he's had an explosive season just from what I've seen so far in practices. Uh, he's looking really explosive on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, aside from that, Matt Jones on the offensive line, who uh, we'll get to in a second here. Uh, sorry, I'm looking at my notes here while I'm driving. Um, Ohio people. Beyond that, <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, beyond that, though, I think uh, the defense as a whole is really going to be looking night and day compared to last year. Um, from what I've seen in practices, to be honest, Sam, it's it's. I'm at the point now where I'm I'm unsure if if the defense is so good, which I think that's ultimately been my conclusion, or if the offensive line uh, is in need of that much improvement. Because uh, a couple of practices I've seen, you know, the defense has been just looking lights out, which is expected early on in the you know uh, in the season here. Defense usually catches on first, and the offense kind of fits its mold as they go. Uh, but that's really it on the defensive side of the ball. How about the uh, offensive side? Yeah, on the offensive side of the ball, like I mentioned, Matt Jones uh, and Donovan Jackson are the two returning starters on the offensive line. The biggest question mark, I think, for the team as a whole, for the first time in 20 years, I think, is the offensive line. That's the biggest question mark. So if they figure out the offensive line, which I, I'm confident they will, Coach Josh Fry has done a great job. Uh, they're a line coach there. Uh, over the last year here, so I think he's gonna he's gonna turn them around. I'm not sure about the depth of the line, but Matt Jones at right guard and Donovan Jackson at left guard, I think they'll be the mold of that offensive line. Uh, and then on the edges, you got uh, Josh Simmons. Josh Simmons is a transfer from San Diego State. He came in at about 280. I think he's now up to about 310. I saw him last week. He looks great. I think you're gonna have him at left tackle holding it down. And then on the right side of the ball, there at right tackle, you're gonna have Josh Fryer who's also going to be, think, I think, a, a stud there on the edge. And then at center, bringing it all together, Carson Hinsman. So I think that'll be your starting five. And, and again, I think they're still unsure about who those five will be. They haven't published anything yet, but uh, those are my five that I think will start on the O-line. And if those five can come together as a unit and have a great year, I think that'll define the season. So beyond that, though, the flashy stuff that everybody wants to hear about, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think he'll be the best receiver in the country this year. Mecca Buka close behind him. But the surprise for me at wide receiver is Carnell Tate, who's a true freshman. This week, Marvin Harrison came out and straight up said, this guy will be one of the best receivers to come through Ohio State in, in the history of Ohio State. So for somebody like Marvin Harrison Jr. to say that, who is already pretty high up as a preseason All-American, that speaks volumes, I think. So, yeah. Um, on the offensive side of the ball with, with Travion Henderson in the backfield and Mayan Williams, who you already mentioned, between those two, um, I think they split like 800 and 500 yards between the two of them, so 1,300. I think you could have a 1,000-yard uh, rushing year if Travion can stay healthy. Um, let's see. Beyond that, though, I think whoever starts at quarterback right now, they're between Devin Brown and Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord's, uh, I believe he's a junior right now, and uh, Devin Brown is a redshirt freshman. So that's where everybody's kind of looking right now. And Coach Day, as of today, hasn't really decided on a starter at quarterback. I personally think they're interchangeable. I don't think that it should be the focus that, you know, the media is is kind of pushing out there. I get it. They're quarterbacks. That's the sexy position everybody wants to know about. But to me, ultimately, if you have either of those starting, you're fine. Um, I think they're pretty comparable. But the biggest question mark, again, will be if that offensive line comes together. And if they do, like I think they will. I believe they'll have a strong uh, outcome for the Ohio State season. 
Awesome. Well, Reed, I appreciate you sharing all that and your background. I do have one question for you. So when uh, when Ohio State plays against K-State this year in the playoff, what play <laughs> what player do the Cats need to keep on their radar? Oh, I think uh, if that outcome were to happen, I think you and I would both be pretty happy. I think I'll be a little bit happier at the end uh, with an Ohio State victory. <laughs> but uh, Marvin Harrison Jr., I think without a doubt, I think that's who everybody's circling. Every defense this year that goes against Ohio State is going to be circling that that player, Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, his dad, Marvin Harrison Sr., with the Colts, had an outstanding career. Uh, so I think he's just a, a copy, a clone, if you will, of Marvin Harrison Sr., and one that everybody should look out for. All right. Well, K-State fans, Ohio State fans, and Longhorn fans who will be sitting at home wondering how they lost the Big 12 again, all when you're watching this matchup, remember those two players. So, all right, well, we're going to take a short, short microscopic size break. And then when we come back, we're going to dive into segment two, the Ohio State 2023 football schedule with our guest, the legendary tight end Reed Fragle from the Ohio State University, who has apparently the best damn band in the land. You're listening to Collegiate Jam. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam. Again, tonight we are featuring our third Big Ten team here on Episode 7 of Season 3, the Ohio State Buckeyes football schedule and their team of 2023. Reed, we're going to move down to Segment 2, their schedule. So kicking off the schedule for the Buckeyes, Reed, on Saturday... September 2nd at 2.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS. The number three ranked in the AP poll, Ohio State Buckeyes, go on the road for their first game of the season to Memorial Stadium in Bloomington, Indiana, and it's also a conference game out of the Big Ten. Now, Reed, I think this is going to be a close game, 7-7, until probably the second quarter starts. And then I think Ohio State's going to just blow the doors off of this game, like 59-7. to So uh, give me the Buckeyes winning this game, getting to 1-0 on the season, Reed. Who do you have? Do you have your Buckeyes or do you have the uh, the Hoosiers? I got the Buckeyes losing. No, I'm just kidding. I got, uh, <laughs> I, got a, I got a similar start to you there, Sam. I think uh, the Buckeyes come out a little bit, uh, not froggy, but just trying to find themselves, just like any team does the first week. Uh, it's unfortunate we're playing against a team like Indiana. I've had some, you know, shaky experiences myself playing at IU at night. Luckily, this game's at three thirty. Uh, but I think you're going to see Devin Brown and Kyle McCord both get their get their playing time in, uh, and this will be, uh, I think, not an easy win, but uh, it should be a significant victory at the end when the score is settled. But uh, I think the biggest thing from this game will be Coach Day will decide his starter after this game for quarterback. But nonetheless, a victory for Ohio State. All right. If that holds up, that means through week one, week one, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 1-0 in Reed Fragle's picks, and they are 1-0 in K-State Sam's picks. And again, you know, for the listeners out there, who knows, maybe uh, Reed might regret his pick if Ohio State does go down. Uh, So, (laughs) all right, well, we're going to move down to week two, Reed, week two, Saturday, September the 9th. 11 a.m. Central Time, still the morning if you live in K-State Sam's apartment, or uh, it'll be a noon kickoff for Buckeye fans. The 
week two, read the Youngstown State Penguins come calling. It's the first home game of the season for the Buckeyes in Ohio Stadium. Reed, I think, again, Ohio, uh, Youngstown State is going to go down and put up points before the Buckeyes. It might be a field goal, but I think that's all she wrote. I say it's going to be yeah. like 42-3 to three game Buckeyes. Who do you have winning? Yeah, yeah. I don't think you're too far off of that against State Sam. I think uh, you know, the last two outings I got here that Ohio State's outscored Youngstown State 81-6. to six. Uh, I don't think that changes this year. Uh, I got it like a 50, 50 burger to, to maybe three points. Wait, really? 80, 80, like what was he said? 84 to six? 81 to six in their last two. Wow, that's, that's close. If that's right, then 42 to three is like right on the dot almost. Yeah, yeah, I think you're spot wow. on. Wow. Well, in that case, the Cats are taking down the Buckeyes in the playoff. So, all right. <laughs> well, we're going to, if that holds up, that means both. Uh, K-State Sam and Reed Fragle have the Ohio State Buckeyes. Again, the Ohio State Buckeyes at 2-0 on That's the right. season. So, all right, moving down to week three, Reed. Week three, Saturday, September the 16th, 3 p.m. Central, 4 p.m. Eastern on Fox, F-O-X. And Gus Johnson will probably be calling this game along with um, his, his co-host, uh, Joel Klatt and their sideline reporter. So, all right. Uh, Reed, I have Ohio State taking down the Western Carolina – oh, no, no, Western Western Kentucky Hilltoppers. Excuse me. Western Kentucky Hilltoppers come calling, and I have Ohio State winning this game by a score of 42-31. It's a lot closer than what a lot of people expect. It's on Fox. Western Kentucky is not, you know, Sisters of the Blind. I think they're going to put up a fight, and uh, it's going to be 42-31 Buckeyes. Who do you have winning? Uh, this is one that I think you're spot on. It could be closer than people expect. I know Western Kentucky's at a top 15 offense the last two seasons. Uh, they got their quarterback, Austin Reed, back again, who had some insane numbers last year. Uh, but I think you're going to see Ohio State's defense step up and uh, – Western Kentucky is going to meet their match here. I think Ohio State wins this one. I'm going to say it's 38-21. to 21. Okay, 38-21. If that holds up, both K-State Sam and Reed Fragle have the Ohio State Buckeyes at 3-0 on the season. All right, Reed, moving down. Saturday, September 23rd, 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. The Ohio, the Ohio State Buckeyes are back on the road facing the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame in Notre Dame Stadium in uh, – this says Notre Dame, Indiana, but I think it's – isn't it – it's not – they're not called Notre Dame. Isn't it called South Bend? They're in, they're in Indiana, but, yeah, it's, it's Notre Dame. It's, they're playing out of South Bend. Yeah. This says they play in Notre Dame, Indiana. So yeah. they're playing in South Bend. Now, Reed, give it uh, – give me – Notre Dame, 17, Ohio State, 52. I think they're going to mop the floor with the overrated Fighting Irish, who once again are like the Longhorns when it comes to preseason rankings, and then are just going to – I don't know if they're going to go 0-2 like they did last year, but I do think they're not going to be very good as their ranking shows. They should maybe be around 25, in my opinion. 
Reed, Buckeyes big. Who do you have? Well, I like that. But uh, I believe Sam Hartman, new transfer quarterback at, um, for Notre Dame this year, I think he's going to give some life to that offense behind a pretty stout offensive line. Uh, but I think OSU has their first real statement win, if you will. Uh, I'll go with a score of 42 to 21 on this one. Uh, but I think it's a pretty big win at Notre Dame. It's not an easy place to win. Uh, but I think you're selling Notre Dame a little bit short under Marcus Freeman. I think as a former Buckeye, I think he's going to have him ready and ripped and roared, uh to go for this one. Oh, no. I, I, I think they're going to be fired up. I mean, K-State was fired up, Reed, in the Sugar Bowl last year, and we lost 45 to 20. So um, I, I think you're gonna they're going to be fired up, but I just don't think they have the same amount. It's kind of like Texas. Texas could play Rice and win by 14, and then they could play Alabama and win by a field goal because I feel sure. like Notre Dame plays to the level of their opponent, but, uh, but Ohio State is just going to flex their muscles in this game. Yep, I think uh, I think having a week four versus you know week one, I believe it was last year, where they're kind of finding themselves out. I think having a week four eliminates any uh, any you know wishy washy quarters of trying to figure out who we are as an offense or defense. I think you're going to see a full full team there from Ohio State just dominating a full team. So like the other four, the first three games are probably going to have like short rosters. <laughs> no, as, as in, like, they're just trying to find themselves in there. Oh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. so week one, they're kind of just, you know, finding who they are. They're all Play, yeah, image. playing vanilla. Exactly. So, all right. Well, I do think for the listeners that are in Ohio or maybe even Michigan that might, you know, might have gone to, uh, you know, was a Chippewa, I do think uh, the Chippewas are going to give uh, Notre Dame a little trouble week four. So remember that. Keep that in mind. So – uh, all right, Reed, well, we're going to take another short break. This time it's more like a mini size. And then we're going to come back and f- go, move along to the next four games for Ohio State football this year. You're listening to Collegiate Jam. We are back on Collegiate Jam with your host, K-State Sam, with our guest tonight, Reed Fragel, the Ohio State football player from 2009 to 2012. Now, Reed, we're going to move along into – our segment tonight, our second segment of the night, excuse me, the Ohio State Buckeyes are back home at Ohio Stadium in Columbus, Ohio, that I believe is in the shape of a horseshoe. And we um, are going to talk about week five, week five, Saturday, October the 7th, and the game time is to be determined. The Maryland Terrapins come calling into Ohio Stadium. Now, Reed, we were just talking about the quarterback for Maryland is Tua Tugavailoa's brother, Talia. Or Talia. I have Ohio State winning mm, probably about by four, three or four touchdowns, maybe 56 to 28, something like that. Who do you have winning, Reed? Yeah, if I had this game at Maryland, I'd be a little bit uh, more cautious, but I think at Ohio State, uh, this should be an easy win for the Buckeyes. All right, if that holds up. Both Reed Fragle and I have the Ohio State at 5-0 and on the season through five weeks. All right, moving down the list, Reed. Saturday, October the 14th, the game time is to be determined. The Ohio State Buckeyes are back on the road for, uh, for another road trip. This time they are in, Ra- uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Ross Aid Stadium. 
in West Lafayette, Indiana, taking on the Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue Boilermakers. The only thing, Reed, I like really about Purdue is Drew Brees played there, and he played from Austin uh, out of Austin Westlake High School. But the year that he played for him, we K State played him in a bowl game when K State was number one in the country and lost to A uh, and M in the Big Twelve Championship game. We, we went down and played in the Alamo Bowl against, I believe, a six and six Purdue team and Drew Brees back when they had the BCS rankings. It was what an eleven and one K State team versus like a six and six Purdue team. And they just mopped the floor with us. And I believe a lot of that was just the mojo of the BCS championship game was just gone. So, uh, But I do respect Purdue. However, I do not think they will win this game. Give me the Buckeyes, Reed, maybe about 56-20, something like that. Yeah, this being at Purdue, um, you know, talking about bad memories there. I've lost there when we were number two in the country. I believe it was 2009 uh, to an unranked Purdue. So I have some bad memories there playing at Purdue. It was overcast, rainy. It kind of lull you to sleep when you play there because it's not the most exciting atmosphere playing, if we're being honest. Um, that being said, this is not an Urban Meyer team. I think Coach Day will have these guys uh, ripped and roaring for, for Purdue Boilermakers. I think they'll be – They'll be ready to go. I think they've got plenty of highlights of what not to do at Purdue. I think the Buckeyes win this one pretty soundly. All right. If that holds up, both Reed Fragle and I have the Ohio State Buckeyes at 6-0 and on the season through six weeks. Okay, moving down to week seven, Reed. Week seven, Saturday, October 21st. The game time is to be determined. Penn State comes calling into... Ohio Stadium in Columbus, Ohio. Reed, this is, you know, as of right now, according to the AP polls, Ohio State's number three, Penn State's number seven. Now, Penn State has a game against, I believe, West Virginia week one, which I think that game is uh, at Penn State. But I think this game... Uh, against West Virginia, uh, Penn State, West Virginia is going to be a blowout. And I think this game, too, will also be a blowout. I think the rankings look close now, but I think, again, Ohio State's a playoff team. Penn State's on the outside looking in. I think it's going to be a statement win in late Feb- in late October. Give me the Buckeyes, Reed. Who do you have winning? That's where I disagree with the K-State Sam. I think this will be a close, if not the hardest game of the year for Ohio State. I know it's at home. This was at Happy Valley. I might even chalk it up as a loss. But uh, I think Coach Franklin's going to be ready to go. I think they're one of the more overlooked teams in the Big Ten this year. Uh, Between this game and then going to Wisconsin next, I might have Ohio State losing one of those two games. Uh, I don't think it happens here. I think being at Ohio State, I think, gives them the edge. Uh, but again, I think this could be one that could go either way. It's, I think Penn State severely overlooked this year, and I think you're going to see that this season. I think you made a good point since I live down here in Austin, and I don't hear a lot about Big Ten football unless it's Ohio State or Michigan, um, sure. and sometimes Wisconsin. Um, I, I think I've overlooked them, but again, James Franklin also coached at K-State under Ron Prince, and he coached at Mizzou. When uh, when I was in college, my freshman year, and I don't think he's a bad coach. I don't think he's that – I think he's – a lot of people will overrate him. 
Um, but at the same time, Penn State is a good team. Like you said, if this was in Happy Valley, it might be a loss. But I just think um, whenever these two teams play, it's like I think a few years ago, didn't Penn State block an extra point or something or a field goal against them in Happy Valley? Yep, it was. Uh, I believe it was two years ago. But yeah, it's always an interesting game, and I think it's it's not going to be a blowout by any means. I think Ohio State wins the close one. I might have to change my pick, but uh, as of right now, I'm going to say Buckeyes big, just because I feel like the Buckeyes are going to be dominant. I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. So, all right. Well, we're going to move down. Week. Uh, if that holds up, both Reed Frago and I have the Buckeyes at seven and zero through seven weeks. So. All right, read week eight, week eight, Saturday, October the 28th, and the game time is to be determined. Ohio State Buckeyes are back on the road. Like you said, this time they are in Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, Wisconsin, taking on the Badgers. Read, I have, oh, this is so close, because I have... Um, Wisconsin, if you haven't listened to it, uh, uh, people who are listening, I have Nebraska, I think, taking down Wisconsin uh, in in my first episode this year. So it's hard to see. If I have Nebraska taking down Wisconsin in Camp Randall Stadium, I have to have Ohio State do the same. So um, give me the Buckeyes by a field goal, 24-21, Reed. Who do you have, your Buckeyes or do you have the Badgers? This is painful, but I will. Uh, I'll give Wisconsin a win here, and I'll explain myself later on in this podcast. But I think Luke Fickle, being a former Ohio State Buckeye, he was my coach my junior year as the interim coach for Coach Tressel. Kind of got the raw end of the deal there. Ended up, you know, going to Cincinnati, become that coach there. I think anytime he plays Ohio State, he's got circled on his calendar, uh, a little bit bigger and bolder than maybe some some other coaches might have because uh, it's always circled. Uh, but I think Coach Fickle gets his his revenge at Ohio State in this one at Camp Randall. Jump around and be playing that song. Gets the stadium going nuts. I literally remember feeling it shaking, the stadium shaking as that song was playing. Uh, but it pains me, and I hope I'm wrong, but I think Wisconsin wins this one. All right. All right. Well, that means through eight weeks – the Ohio State Buckeyes and Reed Fraggles picks are seven and one in Reed Fraggles picks and eight and zero in K State Sam's picks. All right. Well, we're going to take one more short break, and when we come back, we're going to move into the final part of our episode tonight. The final four games of the season for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Make our picks uh, for the big uh, for the Big Ten championship game. Excuse me, I almost said Big Twelve, which we could do that too. Uh, and I might even be more happy when we get off this podcast. But we're going to uh, take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to do all that. You're listening to Collegiate Jam with K-State Sam. Welcome back to Collegiate Jam. We're going to move into the final segment of tonight's show with our guest, Reed Fragle, the Ohio State football player from 2009 to 2012. All right, Reed. Well, moving down to week nine, Reed, week nine. Saturday, November the 4th, the game time is to be determined. Ohio State is back on the road. This time they're in, is it SHI Stadium? In Piscataway, New Jersey, to take on Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Reed, 
give me the Ruggers to pull an upset late in the season after Ohio State feels like they've had two big, huge wins back-to-back against uh, Penn State and Wisconsin. Give me the Rutgers Scarlet Knights to pull a monster upset, even if Rutgers is not going bowling this year. Give me the Rutgers Scarlet Knights in this game. Who do you have winning? Well, I think it's going to be an absolute blowout. Ohio State comes back after a loss to Wisconsin. I think they're going to be completely uh, on edge from that loss and looking to get revenge on somebody. And unfortunately, that happens to be Rutgers. So I got a blowout win for the Buckeyes. Well, I hope you're wrong, and, and, and my pick looks sexy. No. <laughs> so, all right. Well, if that holds up, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 8-1 and one through nine weeks in K-State Sam's picks, and they are 8-1 and one through nine weeks in Reed Fragle's picks. All right, moving down the list, Reed, week 10. Week 10, Saturday, October – wait, no, Saturday, November the 11th, Week 11 on 11-11 at 6.30 p.m. Central Time, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time on NBC, or better known as the Notre Dame Network. The Michigan State Spartans come calling to Ohio Stadium to take on the Buckeyes. Reed, I was debating between this game and Rutgers winning, but I think Rutgers has a better chance to beat Ohio State in New Jersey than Michigan State does in the horseshoe. So give me the Buckeyes to win this game close, like 27 or 28-17, something like that, if that's defined close. I feel like that's close in most Ohio State's games. Give me the Buckeyes to get to 9-1 through 10 weeks. Who do you have winning, Spartans or Buckeyes? Well, I've seen Michigan State win uh, in that infamous field goal at Ohio Stadium. Uh, I forget what year that was, but the walk-off field goal, I don't think that happens this year. I think uh, I don't think Ohio State looks past Michigan State any longer. I think they always play Ohio State stout, uh, but I think this year, uh, you see, again, I think if they lose in Week 8 against Wisconsin, I think you're going to see an Ohio State team that plays pissed off and angry in Week 10 against Michigan State, and they get a win, I'll say 38-17. to 17. All right. Well, 10 points off. One thing we can agree on is we think Michigan State's going to hit 17. So maybe that's our lucky number this year. All right. Moving down, Reed. Uh, oh, actually, no. Um, if that holds up, both Reed Frago and K-State Sam have the Buckeyes at 9-1 and one through 10 weeks on the season, including a bye week. All right. Moving down to week 11, Reed. Week 11, the biggest game for the Buckeyes on that week. They play the Minnesota Gophers. Reed, who do you have winning in, I think it's senior day, actually. It looks like it's senior day for the Buckeyes at Ohio Stadium. Do you have the seniors celebrating, or do you have Minnesota planting a flag in the O? I have the Buckeyes winning. Who do you have winning? I got Minnesota losing big. I think uh, I think it's going to be like a 48-17 uh, type win. Uh, I think they – they don't look past and look forward to Michigan. I think they, they celebrate on senior day and have them go out the win. So instead of the Gophers planting a flag, you're going to have the Gophers being unplanted and popping out of the ground. Is that right? I got the go- I got the Gophers crawling into a hole and, and wishing they never came to Ohio State. Hey, hey, me too. So, all right, <laughs> all right. Moving down to week 12, Reed, and that has both of us having the Buckeyes at 10-1 and 1 through 11 weeks, including a bye week. So, 
All right, Reed. Is that right? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, oh, wait. 10 and 1 through 12 weeks, including a bye week, I believe. That's correct. Yeah. So, all right. Well, moving down to week 13, Reed. Week 13, final game of the regular season for Ohio State. They are back on the road playing currently the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines in Michigan Stadium. I don't know. I guess it's a Big Ten thing. Michigan Stadium, Ohio Stadium. Might as well call it Maryland Stadium and Nebraska Stadium. Just you know, just change all the stadiums after your team name. Why? Why you're at it? So, all right. On Fox at 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern. Reed, give me Ohio State winning this game, getting uh, pay, repaying those the the Wolverines the favor from last year that they did in the Horseshoe about a year ago when this game took place. Give me the Buckeyes by 10, getting to 11-1 through 13 weeks, including a bye week. Who do you have winning, your Buckeyes or the uh, or Tyler Ratton's uncle's Michigan Wolverines? <laughs> I got the Ratton family uh, pretty unhappy around 3 or 4 o'clock that day. <laughs> Amen. I, no. I think I finally get to laugh in Ty's face after Ohio State gets their revenge. You know, I had Ty down at Ohio Stadium. Uh, watching Michigan upset us last year, that was extremely painful, uh, to say the least. So I think this year, Ohio State being the hunter, not the hunted for once, I think plays in their favor. I think being the underdog going into this game, uh, assuming everything pans out as expected, I think that plays in their favor. I think they go up to Michigan. I think they get the win, uh, and they move on to the Big Ten Championship. All right. Well, if that holds up, the Ohio State Buckeyes are 11-1 through 13 weeks, including a bye week, and Reed Fragle's picks, and also K-State Sam's picks. However, he has the Buckeyes losing to Wisconsin, and K-State Sam has the regular Scarlet Knights wearing the Scar- wearing Scarlet proudly that day instead of the Buckeyes. So, all right. Well, Reed, that concludes the regular season for the Ohio State Buckeyes. We're going to move into the our picks for the Big Ten championship game. Now, Reed, again, you said you listened to the Clemson episode recently. Um, I know I probably have a lot of Clemson Tiger fans on their toes still to this day, but I have with my pick in the ACC championship game because my pick in the Big Ten championship similar. I have the Ohio State facing against the Nebraska Cornhuskers in the – Big Ten championship game and the Ohio State Buckeyes running away with it, getting to twelve and one, going to the playoffs, hopefully playing against the Cats. Who do you have winning the Big Ten championship, and who do you have playing in it, Reed? Well, as I mentioned earlier, Sam, I think uh, you know Ohio State unfortunately drops one either to Penn State or Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin is that one loss, but that being said, I think they come back to the Big Ten championship. And Ohio State gets their revenge over Wisconsin, 42-17 in the Big Ten Championship. All right. Well, after this podcast, I feel like doing cartwheels. What about you? <laughs> well, Sam, it's been great. I think, uh, you know, just capping things off, I think Ohio State's got a great team this year, full of talent. Uh, you know, I like my buddy Ty's brother, Zach, who can't do a cartwheel. I think uh, the Buckeyes can really flip the script on any doubters they have this year, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so I guess that means you're saying the Buckeyes can flip the script, but Ty's brother Zach may not be able to flip, do a flip. 
Is that right? You know, it's ext- it's extremely unfortunate, but that's that's the case these days. Well, you know, sometimes that that's just how it works, and that's my cousin Zach too that I'll probably see in the next twenty four, uh, more like mm, thirty hours, thirty one hours. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I do want to take a moment to thank Reed Fragle, the Ohio State alumni slash football player for the Buckeyes. And uh, and Reed, do you have any final words for your listeners? Maybe your wife and kids, or maybe even the Ratton family, or the Ireland family. Yeah, for me. <laughs> no, no, love Nick and Ty. Obviously, they're great friends of mine. Uh, love my wife Amanda. Shout out to them, and uh, thanks for having me on, Sam. Really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. And hey, it's uh, it's been fun talking some Big Ten football with you. Again, this is our third team. We had the I featured Minnesota last year, the Minnesota Gophers last year. I featured. Uh, Nebraska Cornhuskers this year, season three, week one, uh, season three, episode one. The Buckeyes episode is season three, episode seven. And this concludes the seven week series leading up to week zero featuring seven teams. It's my goal, Reed, to feature all the D1 teams. I think that's like like 300 or so, to, uh, maybe 120 or so. And it's 120 or so, and um, and so I'm hoping to do this for in at least 20 years. And so hopefully maybe we'll have, have you back on again to talk the, the Cats National Championship this year. So, all right, well, I do want to thank all the, the people I had on the show, uh, the Nebraska guest, Cody Bryant, uh, my buddy Josh Motes, my buddy Chris Gear, and now my new buddy Reed Fragle coming on. It's been a pleasure. Uh, we always want nothing but the top-notch knowledge here on Collegiate Jam. Uh, We can't do this without all of our listeners. And so, uh, again, thanks for tuning in. Our next episode that will not be featuring a team will be next Wednesday. We'll be uh, breaking down the results from week zero and uh, previewing week one of the college football season. But as always, you are listening to Collegiant Jam with your host, K-State Sam, saying good night.